0: Hello, everybody. It is Wednesday, October twenty third. Sectional has arrived in Indiana high school football. Playoff time. I can't wait to watch some really good football. Uh, One exciting time for fans and players and coaches. Uh, This is what you play for all season long. You lose, you go home. So uh, everyone's gonna have to play their best game. uh, Come up with their best game plans, and you kind of just throw out the records and. uh, you just leave it all out there on the field. Doesn't matter what the record is. You're zero, everyone's zero and zero right now. Um even though I'm going to talk about some schools records, but as far as as far as the locker room goes and the coaches are telling the players, don't worry about your record, don't worry about the opponent's record. Just go out there and play. Otherwise, uh you start getting ready for basketball and wrestling season or uh or spring sports if you don't do any winter sports. So, uh, and I'm gonna start off in 2A sectional 38. Indianapolis Howe travels to Shenandoah. Indianapolis Howe is three and five on the season. Shenandoah is five and four. Uh, but looking at the schedule, Shenandoah's schedule is definitely better than Indianapolis Howell. So I would say Shenandoah is the favorite in that one. Indianapolis Secina goes to Centerville. Secina has six wins on the season. Centerville is four and five. I believe Sasena would be the favorite in that just based on athlete standpoint. Uh we know Sasena's running back's really good, so Centerville's gonna have their hands full with that one. Heritage Christian goes to Northeastern. Heritage Christian's a really good team. They're eight and one, Northeastern's seven and two. Uh I I watched Heritage Christian on uh, on TV play lapel and uh Northeastern's gonna have to play really, really good football uh to win that one. Eastern Hancock goes to Winchester. Eastern Hancock seven and two. Winchester six and three. Uh, let me tell you, Eastern Hancock—they can score. Uh, Mineral Central knows they played Houston Swan. That's Eastern Hancock's quarterback. Uh, the guy can sling it around. So Winchester's defense is going to have to be ready. Cole Campbell's going to have to lead the way. Braden Tippett—they're going to have to run the rock. They're going to have to control the clock and. Uh, Joe Anderson's going to have to be the one leading the way, uh, getting some pressure on Houston Swan, no doubt about it. If Winchester's able to pull that out, it's going to have to do a lot with Winchester's running game. It's going to have to do with Winchester's defensive secondary and defensive line putting on pressure and stopping Houston Swan. So Winchester's going to have to uh, really come out and play hard. Uh, At least they're at home. That kind of helps. No traveling or anything like that. So Good luck to the Golden Falcons. That's sectional 38. There's some really good football teams in sectional 38. Shenandoah could win that. Sassina could win it. Heritage Christian, Northeastern, similar records. Uh, and then you got Eastern Hancock and Winchester. So both teams are really good and uh should be fun sectional to keep an eye on. As far as sectional 43, that's 1A football. Middle Central's in this one, Union Cities in this one in Westdale. Uh, Madison Grant travels to Taylor. Uh, both those teams didn't have very good seasons. Two and seven for Madison Grant, one and eight for Taylor. Uh Westdale's two and seven. They travel to Union City. Union City's on a little bit of a win streak here. So Union City's four and five. Favorable matchup, uh favorable draw for Union City. They get Westdale, and then they get a team that's either won one or two games on the season. So Union City's got to be happy about that, no doubt about it. South Adams at Tri-Central. We know South Adams is really good. They're 9-0. Tri-Central is 4-5. Southern Wells, 2-7, travels to Minor Central. Minor Central, 6-3. So you look at the second round, uh, Union City could face Madison Grant. And then you got South Adams would face Minor Central. That would be a rematch from the regular season. I think Minor Central has got a really good chance. Um, if they play like they did in the first matchup, but they finish drives... Their defense can get off the field off on third down, and they can run the ball consistently, get a little passing game going here or there. I like Mineral Central's chances. Uh, but Mineral Central's got to be careful and not look a week ahead uh, because if they look past Southern Wells, that's when, uh, you know, as coaches, things can get a little uh, ugly because everyone's looking towards next week instead of focusing on what's going on this week. So good luck to the Golden Bears. Good luck to Union City. Uh, both teams getting some wins toward the end of the season. Uh, it'd be pretty cool to see Union City and Mineral Central in the sectional championship again, no doubt about it. In sectional 36, you got Tipton at Frankton. Tipton's five and four, Frankton's one and eight. Uh, I would say Tipton's probably a three or four touchdown favorite in that one. You got Eastbrook at seven and two. Eastbrook's always a really good football team. No one's going to want to play them in this sectional. They traveled to Blackford. Blackford was five and four this year. You got Lapel led by Cole Alexander. They go to Eastern Greentown, who's nine and zero. Lapel finished six and three. Lapel, I mean Cole Alexander's going to have to play a really good game, I'm sure. Eastern's favorite in most things. Uh, be really cool to see Lapel beat a nine and zero team. Uh, winner will face Alexandria or, La- or Elwood. Alexandria goes to Elwood. They're five and four. Elwood's zero and nine. All of our eyes will be on Cole Alexander and Lapel. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they can do. In sectional 28 and 3A, West Lafayette is seven and two. They traveled uh Hamilton Heights. Hamilton Heights is two and seven on the season. Uh, we know West Lafayette's led by Kyle Adams. Uh, he had a monster year. I'm getting ready to post his stats on all of my social media platforms. Uh, if it wasn't for Charlie Spiegel and his numbers, everybody would be looking at Kyle Adams as Mr. Football. Gearin Catholics 5-4. They travel to Yorktown. Uh, Riley or sorry, Reed Neal uh, is gonna have to play really good for Yorktown to have a chance against Gearin. Gearin's a really solid team. Indianapolis Chittard, 8-1 at Berbrough. Berbrough is 7-2. That's number 1 team in 3A versus the number 4 team in 3A. I'll be at that game Friday night. Uh, can't wait to see what happens. Division 1 guys on the field. Uh, should be a really, really good game. North Montgomery's 5 and 4, they travel to Crawford'sville who's 1 and 8. So uh, the the favorites in that one would be Chattard and Berbuff and then uh, they would be looking to play West Lafayette. So that's a really good sectional three teams that uh, could argue that they are number 1, 2 and 3 and 3A and 4A sectional 20. Huntington North travels to Fort Wayne South. Delta, 7-2, travels to Missinowal, who is 8-1 this year, so that's a really good matchup for Delta. New Havens, 4-5, they travel to Jay County, who only has one win this year. Fort Wayne-Wayne, they are 0-9 this year. They travel to Marion, who's 7-2. Marion's a really good team. I'd say uh, Delta and Marion could be a possible sectional championship matchup there. So we'll be keeping an eye on that one for you. Sectional 21 and 4A, Mount Vernon out of Fortville travels to Connorsville. Mount Vernon had seven wins. Newcastle at Richmond, Shelbyville at Pendleton Heights, Muncie Central at Greenfield Central. So Mount Vernon and Pendleton Heights could be battling out in the in the sectional championship game. That's a rivalry, and uh, that could be their sectional to, to win there. So that would be interesting to keep an eye on. Uh, 5A and 6A, they're on bye weeks. Most of those sectionals have four or five teams, uh, so no one will be playing in 5A and 6A mainly, so we'll keep an eye on that next week. Uh, there'll be a lot of big matchups, big ranked games. Uh, it'll be fun. 5A and 6A is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Uh, as far as NCAA football, I think my Heisman race is uh, LSU quarterback Joe Burrow. He's my favorite right now. Uh, Oklahoma quarterback Jalen Hurts is second for me. Tua out of Alabama was uh, third, but he's had surgery on his ankle, so I don't know what's going to be going on there, how long he's out. So I'll move up Justin Fields to number three out of Ohio State. Uh, Those three quarterbacks, Hurts, Burrow, and Justin Fields are just playing lights out. Uh, Burrow's just dominating, though. He's, he's, uh, He's fun to watch right now. And LSU's rolling. My top five as as far as team rankings, i got to go with number one, LSU, mainly just because of Joe Burrow right now, the way he's playing that offense. Uh, number two, Clemson. Uh, everyone keeps talking about they're struggling, but, I mean, Lawrence has done some interceptions, but their defense is playing really good. ETN's running hard. Um, they're just, I mean, they're dominating people at the same time. Besides the North Carolina game, that was close, but uh, you need that one game sometimes, and they usually have that one game. Number three, I got the Buckeyes. They got one of the best duos in college football, Justin Fields, J.K. Dobbins. And number four, Alabama. Number five, Oklahoma. We'll have to keep an eye on Tua's injury, see how good the backup is for Alabama, um, see if he's able to pull the weight while Tua's gone. As far as college football, Ball State, three wins in a row. They're 3-0 in the MAC. Um it's really exciting stuff for Muncie right now. Uh, it's good to see Ball State winning, seeing them get some MAC wins. Uh, they're in the top of their division right now on their side of the MAC. Um, they got balanced offense. They got a good, good two or three running backs that can run the ball, get hundred yards any night, can get touchdowns. Uh, they got a passing game that they can use. So they're they're fun to watch go back and forth on that Saturday. They'll be at home versus Ohio. So we'll see if they can go four zero in the MAC. If they win that one Saturday, they're gonna be the favorite, no doubt about it. Illinois is three and four in the season, they'll go to Purdue who's two and five. So these are two struggling teams. Illinois is coming off a big win versus Wisconsin, but two teams that are below five hundred are gonna be looking to get a win so they can be bowl eligible soon. Uh we'll see if Illinois can stay strong after the big upset win. Will they be, you know, kind of sleepwalking, uh still still partying from, from last weekend, or can Purdue kind of rebound? Uh, a lot of injuries for Purdue this year, so it's kind of been disappointing to watch them. Uh, we'll see if they can get a big home win. IU's five and two on the season. They go to Nebraska on Saturday. I use one win away from bowl, being bowl eligible, so IU fans will be keeping an eye on that one. Uh, number 13, Wisconsin travels to Ohio State. This matchup would have been it's big already, but it would have been really big if they went not have lost to Illinois last week. Uh, it's still going to be fun to keep an eye on this one. Uh, we'll see if Ohio State can still keep rolling on offense as they're uh, playing Wisconsin, who's known for their defense and their run game, so we'll keep an eye there. Number 8, Notre Dame at number 19, Michigan. Michigan almost had... Uh, Comeback versus Penn State last week. They're back at home. We'll see if Notre Dame's ready to go. Uh, this will be kind of a big game to see where these two teams are at this point in the season as we, we're at the midpoint here. Number nine, Auburn at LSU. Can Joe Burrow and that offense keep rolling? Uh, we're going to keep an eye on that and see if Auburn can give them a, a test. Number 17, Minnesota. They're at home versus Maryland. This is one of the surprising teams right now. They're 7-0. They're um, 0 Not a lot of people probably saw them being 7-0 at this point, so we'll see if they have a letdown this week versus Maryland. If they don't, then they're going to be sitting at 8-0, and people are going to start talking about them being in the top ten. As far as the NFL, uh, to wrap up things, Colts have the division lead. If you're a Colts fan, you have to be really excited about what Ballard and uh, Frank are doing with this team. Uh, They can pass the ball. They can run the ball. they got a good O-line. Their defense is getting after the quarterback, causing turnovers. Uh, Brissett was just AFC offensive player of the week. Uh, he, he's playing unbelievable right now. If you would have told me he's playing like this, then you know everything would have been okay with Luck retired. But when Luck retired, everyone was freaking out. They didn't think he'd be able to, you know, fill in. And uh, Brissett's right up there in the touchdown leaders. I think he's tied for second right now in touchdowns in the NFL. And uh, just Chris Baller, I just can't get over how great of a job he's done. And uh with that Colts team and everything they've went through and uh and they're sitting at the top of the division lead. So we'll see if they can keep it rolling. Uh, they had the Broncos this weekend. Uh they win that and they're gonna be they're gonna be feeling really good about themselves. Uh the Saints and the NFC are really playing good football right now. They beat the Bears at Chicago. I uh, can't believe uh how, how bad they made the Bears look. Trubisky looked terrible. Uh, Bridgewater's leading that offense. They're running, they're passing. Their defense is usually their weak point, but not not last year or this year. Their defense has been pretty solid. Uh, So the Saints are kind of my favorite right now in the NFC. Uh, Patriots and Colts are up there in the AFC. Uh, So, you know, we're getting close to the midpoint here in the next couple weeks for NFL, so we'll start seeing trades and see how injuries are flowing. Uh, They say Drew Brees is coming back, so uh, Saints are going to be really dangerous. Uh Friday like I said I plan on being up with Buff for that game. It's going to be a really good one. Big matchup. And uh this weekend we'll bring you uh more more recaps, more stats, uh more interviews hopefully and uh we'll just keep rolling along. This football season's flying through, so make sure you keep keep enjoying your uh, high school teams, college teams, NFL and next thing you know it's going to be over. Uh NBA started up last night. Uh there's some Pacers are playing tonight, so I can't believe basketball season's here, NHL's here. Uh, It's just crazy how time's flying. So thank you for tuning in. Uh, Keep sharing. Keep uh, inviting your friends. Um, We'll just keep having a blast with this. So good luck to everybody on Friday night. Good luck to your teams. And uh, play hard. Leave it all on the field. Uh, Just remember, you lose, you go home, and it's time for wrestling and basketball season. So have fun, everybody. Good night. Thank you once again.